Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When the bombs fell over Croatia, Mario Stanic was wading through the Sava River. He carried a pair of underwear and his passport over his head. Slavin Bilic continued to play a match as the sound of bombs got louder in what felt like a not-so-distant background. Davor Sukir was stepping onto the field for his first match wearing a Sevilla jersey. And Mario Mandzukic escaped to Germany. As the bombs continued to fall, Luka Modric hid on the floor of a hotel room. He and his family had just escaped the men who had executed his grandfather. Boundaries, nationality, identity. That's what we do. We draw lines in the sand and say, you're from there, I'm from here. You're this, I'm that. But how does a nation recover from a bloody civil war? How do you channel the glory of hard-won independence? What's the best way for a new country to form an identity? For Croatia, it was on the soccer field. This new, small country emerged from a war to secure third place in their first ever World Cup. This was Croatia's key thing, have a sense of purpose about them. They certainly weren't lacking for motivation. It was a huge tragedy for the people. The horrors of the Yugoslav civil war. They were all brothers. The bloody battle for independence. And this was a brilliant generation of players. Channeling that emotion, channeling, you know, that sense of pride. You can do wondrous things. Hats off to them. What, what a nation. Today we're going to talk about how you forge an identity after the bombing stops. I'm Nando Vila, and this is the best soccer podcast in the world. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! The goal all of Italy wanted to see. The man they wanted in the Italian team. Oh, that's brilliant! Oh, that's wonderful! That is a magnificent goal! Oh, Brazil! In 1987, 
Yugoslavia won the World Youth Championship, which is now the Under-20 World Cup. This is Gabriele Marcotti, senior writer for ESPN. Yugoslavia were like the Brazilians of Europe because they had so much talent and so much athleticism and so on. And this is Michael Jokin, football writer. It was an absolutely magnificent, built from Serbs and Croats and uh, Bosnians and Slovenians and Macedonians and Montenegrins. They set a scoring record that still stands. 22 goals overall. But the spine of the team was Croatian. The player of the tournament was Robert Prosineski, a Croatian with a bling earring who had been smoking Marlboros since he was 13. Davor Suker finished second top scorer with six goals. Suker. And the decisive penalty came from a Croatian kid who read comics and Dostoevsky, and whose father sold defective Adidas under the table. Zvonimir Boban was another who barely stuck around for the final. He and defender Igor Stimac had met a pair of Chilean models and snuck out with them until 6 a.m. Quote, some things in life you cannot miss, Boban said. They were very beautiful. The coach told them to pack their bags ahead of the semifinal, but the rest of the players mutinied and threatened to leave as well. So Boban and Stimac stayed. Boban scored the go-ahead goal and the decisive penalty in the final. Boban went on to play for AC Milan for a decade, winning four Italian league titles and the Champions League. So Zvonny Boban was, I think, a really enigmatic, very, very charismatic character, a real thinker, and he slightly played up to that. He would use kind of little round spectacles with the kind of right kind of facial hair to suggest that he might have wandered in off a Tolstoy novel or that. Um, and he certainly read his Tolstoy. This is James Richardson, the host of the Totally Football Show. He went to Boban's house to interview him when Boban played in Italy. It was there. It was a kind of a heritage building. It was this old, I think it was an old, it might have been an old kind of abbey or something. Anyway, he was basically doing it up under their tutelage and had a magnificent, there were tapestries, there was an incredible kind of library with Dostoevsky and etc. There was his gloriously stunning companion was there as well. And, and this is where Zvonny Boban lived and did Zvonny Boban-esque things. I mean, he... So he kind of there. We, we were there, and I can't remember if he was wearing a velvet smoking jacket. I like to think that he was, but he he kind of sat across from me and, and, and twinkled and shared some cerebral thoughts, and but in a charming fashion. But he was also, you know, he was also a very direct man, a man of action. And the, you probably know the most. Is it? I think the most famous Boban story of all, which is 
which is him and the start of the Yugoslav civil war. Boban is credited with kicking off the Yugoslav civil war. Well, I mean, of course he didn't. But a quick bit of background. Yugoslavia was a collection of six republics and two autonomous provinces. To su večera saopštili Centralni komitet Saveza komunista Jugoslavije i predsjedništvo Socijalističke federativne republike Jugoslavije, radničkoj klasi, radnim ljudima i građanima, narodima i narodnostima Socijalističke federativne republike Jugoslavije. Following the death of strongman leader Tito, the corruption-riddled government was forced to borrow from abroad which of course came with strict austerity imposed from the International Monetary Fund. The economic collapse exacerbated ethnic tensions as different federations fought over increasingly scarce resources. Croatia and Slovenia withdrew from Congress. And a few days later, the biggest team in Serbia, Red Star Belgrade, traveled to play the biggest team in Croatia, Dinamo Zagreb. Boban was just 21. Okay, so this was 1990. Dinamo Zagreb with Zvoni Boban, who I think was their captain at the time, certainly in, in moral if not real terms, uh, taking on Red Star Belgrade. And this was against a backdrop of the, the growing tensions between the regions which were heading towards civil war, and there, were, there had already been violence. There was also the fact that the Red Star Belgrade fans were intertwined, were affiliated, and to some extent were uh, the, the kind of actual paramilitaries who would go on to become notorious war criminals under a guy called Arkan, who was one of the, the kind of kurva, one of the, the Red Star Belgrade ultras. So this was a tremendously charged match when the two teams were also footballing, massive footballing rivals for the Yugoslav title, when they faced off. How the match descended into a brawl. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The match was abandoned after 10 minutes when Arkan and his militant Red Star Ultras started attacking the home fans. Instead of helping, the police started beating the Dinamo fans as well. At which point, Vonimir Bogran, who's still on the field, just runs up without a second thought, does a kung fu flying kick on a, on a Yugoslav policeman. That is seen as being the moment when Zvoni and Croatia went, no, enough is enough, we're not taking this anymore. Boban became a Croatian nationalist icon. He was suspended for six months and missed the 1990 World Cup, which turned out to be Yugoslavia's last tournament before civil war tore it apart. They qualified for Euro 92 in Sweden, and actually, they were sort of favorites to win the tournament. But then the war started, and they were thrown out of the tournament just two weeks before it started, and Denmark replaced them instead. So that was a generation that lost a lot of, of chances to shine on the big stage. It was a magnificent team, led by Ivica Osin, the, the Bosnian coach. Osim actually resigned in tears when his hometown of Sarajevo was attacked and uh, a lot of people were killed and lost their, uh, and injured and lost their homes. So he just before the European Championship started, he resigned in tears and said that he was unable to continue his job to say that he is from Sarajevo and he wanted all the people to know that this war shouldn't happen because on the pitch they were all brothers. The training instructor is a foreigner, one of Croatia's British mercenaries, one of the British dogs of war. The Yugoslav civil war was Europe's deadliest since World War II. Over 100,000 people died amid the rape, genocide, and war crimes. Well, the whole story of Yugoslavia breaking up is a very, very complicated affair, but it was it for the war in Yugoslavia, in Croatia and in, in Bosnia and in uh, Serbia, it was a huge tragedy for, for the people. The Croats fought for independence with tennis shoes and hunting rifles. They had pistols, the Serbs had planes. Boban called Croatia the unwanted child of Europe. Croatia's president at the time used sports to help forge a national identity. He called athletes the country's best ambassadors and gave them diplomatic passports. The same person who designed Croatia's flag and currency also designed their now iconic checkerboard tablecloth jerseys. The Croatian basketball team won silver at the 1992 Olympics, losing to the USA Dream Team of Jordan, Magic and Bird. 
And John Stockton dribbling out the clock. Final seconds. The U.S. has defeated Croatia 117 to 85, and they have, as expected, won the gold here in Barcelona. Technically, in soccer, Croatia had played a handful of friendlies before, particularly around World War II. But their first competitive matches came in Euro 1996. They got to the quarterfinals, where eventual champions Germany dumped them out. In the meantime, the talented roster found roles at Europe's biggest clubs. Brosineski became one of the select few to play for both Barcelona and Real Madrid. Others joined teams in England, Italy, Germany, and Spain. They qualified for World Cup 1998. They got to France via a playoff against Ukraine, and they're quoted at a generous 33 to 1. But coach Miroslav Blažević has at his disposal some of the finest footballing talent in Europe, and the Croatians could be one of the surprise packages of France 98. Well, I think the expectations of Croatia were pretty high because two things, really. One was the fact that they'd been to Euro 96 and done pretty well. And secondly was the fact that Yugoslavia had been such a phenomenal collection of players that even divvying some of them up between blocks as they fragmented, you still had some great sides, and and particularly that Croatia team with Prosineski and Davosuka and, and Zvoni Boban above all. The team was built around what they called the Chileans, the core of the Yugoslavia side that had won the World Youth Championship in Chile. But that Yugoslavia team broke up. And they never quite made the grade. They always seemed to... They were always last on the sum of their parts. So it was really interesting to see in 98, when you broke up those parts, (laughs) when you had less parts, could they actually add up to more? And as we found out, yeah, they could add up to more. This is Gabriele Marcotti again. They had fewer stars, and so the stars stepped into the responsibility in a way that maybe they didn't know, that they didn't always do back when it was a former Yugoslavia and, you know, you had, you were maybe unsure of your place on the side or whatever. You know, Davor Sukar knew that he was going to start no matter what. And so he took it, he, you know, he took it on a level. I think that that was a big part of what allowed them to go on that run in 98. Suker was the biggest name on the roster. He was born on New Year's Day, 1968, to an elite shot putter. He'd signed for Dinamo Zagreb at the wedding of one of his teammates before joining Diego Maradona at Sevilla. There, he had a breakout season, finishing second top scorer in La Liga. His friend, a grocer, gave him a melon for every goal. Isn't that nice? His breakout season led to a big-money move to Real Madrid. And heading into the 98 World Cup, Suker was fresh off winning the Champions League. But tournament football is such a specific thing that if you can get a group of individuals who are talented, who don't have any, as a team, any great glaring structural weaknesses that others can exploit, but also can get on together and, and I think this is Croatia's key thing, have a sense of purpose about them, then you going to do as well as, you know, a nation, you can do as well as a nation 10 times your side. It was a small nation of 4.5 million people. A proud nation who actually believe in something, a young nation, the ideals of whose creation are still very much fresh, still burning within them. I think that that's absolutely huge. 
So Croatia's motivation in 98 was that it had just was emerging from a not very happy union, the state of Yugoslavia, and was had been the victim in some cases, and well, at least had been, it was engaged in a bloody battle for independence at the moment. When your nation is battling for survival, your notion of what your nation means or what your nationality represents, your pride, your passion are so elevated that it gives you, I think, a huge ability to play beyond the levels of somebody who's just doing that because, yeah, I've got to call up and I'm going to go and do the national team. And then, oh, well. So 1998, remember that? El Nino caused droughts, floods, tornadoes, and tsunamis across the globe, leading to the hottest year yet on record. Oh, what little did they know back then. A couple of nerds founded Google. Other nerds released the first Apple iMac. Even more nerds put out Microsoft Windows 98. Europe decided to use one currency, the euro. Oh, how little did they know. Bill Clinton claimed that he did not have sexual relations with a woman that he had sexual relations with. Free Willy was released into the wild, and Michael Jordan played his last game for the Bulls. Titanic won 11 Oscars. Harrison Ford was People's Sexiest Man Alive. Brangelina was a thing. Sex and the City made its debut. Seinfeld aired its last show. Monica and Chandler hooked up in Friends. You cried when you didn't get a Furby for Christmas. You were listening to Baby One More Time, and I Don't Want to Miss a Thing on your portable MP3 player, and FIFA hired Ricky Martin to write the World Cup theme song for France 98. In their first World Cup games ever, Croatia beat Jamaica and Japan to advance from the group stages. Wozinecki fooled them completely, and it's got in! Low on the far post, couldn't keep it out. 2-1, Croatia. Prosineski's sneaky goal against Jamaica made him the only player ever to score for two different countries in World Cup history, Yugoslavia and Croatia. In the knockout rounds, Romanian players came out with peroxide blonde hair to match their jerseys. Very 1998. When Croatia won a penalty, Boban encroached into the box, so Suker had to retake it. Suker felt his pulse by putting his fingers on his neck, waiting for his heart rate to steady before scoring the game's only goal. Suker prepares to take this penalty. And Ladic keep it out. He can't. Throughout the tournament, the team was sent VHS tapes of the reactions across Croatia celebrating their wins. Throughout the summer, coach Sito Blazevic carried around the hat of a policeman who had been beaten by hooligans early in the tournament. For luck, Blazevic wore a white scarf that he'd worn when winning a title in 1982. He consulted astrological charts when picking his lineups. What I'm trying to say is he had superstitions. Nicknamed the coach of all coaches in Croatia, Blazevic claims to have invented the 3-5-2 formation. He called himself the best coach in the world and convinced his players that they were world beaters too. But against Germany in the quarterfinals, even Blazevic froze. He was up all night preparing. The day of the game, he tossed all his tactical schematics into the trash and just told his players they were kamikazes. 
inspirés. Les Croates sont là, pas tout à fait dans leur couleur traditionnelle parce qu'il y a toujours le damier blanc et rouge, mais c'est le bleu qui domine. Et c'est l'Allemagne qui va jouer ce soir dans son maillot traditionnel, c'est-à-dire dans son... Defender Igor Stimac sprinkled holy water on his teammates' legs before the game. It was big because obviously Germany were the reigning European champions. Gary Lineker says that soccer is a simple game. 22 men chase the ball for 90 minutes, and in the end, the Germans always win. You know, when you're in Europe, everybody wants to knock off Germany. Everybody. Germany are the gold standard. And they were back then too, right? It's, it's not just a Gary Lineker quote. It's always funny. If you ask an Italian who's your biggest rival in football, they say Germany. If you ask a Dutchman, they'll say Germany, right? Simon Cooper wrote a whole book about it. If you ask the English, oh, of course, Germany, 1966, two world wars, one world cup, uh, you know, everybody wants to beat Germany. They are the cock of the block, right? They're el puto amo, as, uh, as Pep Guardiola once said about Mourinho. And I think with Croatia as well, there's another element too. There's a whole bunch of, you know, there's a big Yugoslav emigration, and specifically Croatian emigration to Germany. You know, the these guys had had been through the war. These guys had dealt with the immigration to Germany primarily because they are the the economic powerhouse of Europe, and. They certainly weren't lacking for motivation, and they showed on the day that they weren't lacking for quality either. Stimac said, quote, We needed revenge so badly. Christian Warns was sent off for Germany. Mateus. And Croatia scored three. And would you believe it, Croatia playing their first World Cup Finals, a tiny nation going through to the semi-final. Perhaps the greatest moment ever in Croatian football history. 3-0. Croatia was into the final four, where they'd meet host France in the semi-finals. Incredible. I mean, clearly, nobody saw Croatia in the semifinals, and they're against the host nation. And again, you look back on that France team, they, this France team was absolutely, absolutely stacked. A mere three years after the Civil War bombs quieted, Croatia silenced the 80,000 people in the Stade de France by taking a shock lead. Has picked up Davosuka, and what a start to the second half! Croatia take the lead immediately! And it's that man again. But immediately coughed it up. France must be shell-shocked by that. Turam has done well here. And back to him. And this is Lillian Turam! And an immediate response. What about this? Boban was really struggling. He had a temperature. He took a shower at halftime because he couldn't feel his legs. Still, as captain, he stayed in the game. Towards Lillian Turan. Oh, he's hit it. Oh, it's gone in! He's done it again! Two goals for Turan! But in the 69th minute, he coughed up the ball, and it led to France's go-ahead goal. Boban called it the biggest error of his life. He couldn't sleep or forgive himself after the match. It's a dagger to a heart for Croatia, but it also gives you a sense that when you're the host nation, 
you have this momentum, you have this sense of destiny, and there's a reason a lot of times you pull it off in those circumstances, especially, I think, when you're playing underdogs. Schuker bundled off the ball. There it is! It's all over! The host France are into the World Cup final. And that's how it finished. France 2, Croatia 1. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Croatia wasn't going to play in the World Cup final. But that didn't mean that they were going home. They still had to play the third and fourth place playoff. And before the match, the Croatia bus was backing up to park. Blazevic then jumped up and said, Stop! My team can only go forward, never backward. Croatia went on to beat the Netherlands for third place. Davor Sukin finished top scorer in the tournament. Boban! Hey, Shuka! It's his sixth goal of the World Cup! France beat Brazil 3-0 in the final. Would Croatia have won that game had things gone differently? It's one of those questions I don't think... Well, we'll never know whether Croatia would have beaten Brazil in the final, even with pretend Ronaldo in that game. No, I mean, my money would, would still have been on Brazil in the final. But, you know, if you're Croatia, you'll always wonder. Channeling that emotion, channeling... You know, that sense of pride. Um, you can do wondrous things. Croatia built a national identity around the pluck and passion that took them to third place at their first ever World Cup. The players returned as national icons. But they did almost get their country, which had been born only a few years before, into the final of the World Cup. And, you know, it, it took a pretty phenomenal performance. It's so phenomenal, in fact, that it featured goals from Lillian Turan, which is the first time he'd ever scored for France. He got, he got 
both that night. Anyway, it took the eventual champions, France, putting them out in the semi-final to stop them, but they've, you know, they've threatened. They, it wasn't a flash in the pan. Croatia, they keep doing it. 2018, there they were again. So, yeah, I mean, hats off to them. What, what, what a nation. In 2018, they were there again. We'll talk about that World Cup in the next episode, when they, spoiler alert, got to the final. The Best Soccer Podcast in the World is a production of Exile Content Studios in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network and is hosted by me, Nando Vila. Produced by Ana Isabel Octavio and Zach Lee Rigg. Written by Zach Lee Rigg. Production assistance by Stella Emmett. Our executive producers are Isaac Lee, Rose Reed, and myself, Nando Vila. Our executive producers at iHeart are Giselle Bances and Arlene Santana. Sound design by Pachi Quiñones. Our awesome theme song is by Lou J. Special thanks to all the voices who participated in this episode, Gabriele Marcotti, Michael Jokin, and James Richardson. For more podcasts, listen to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.